0: Space through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, your automotive team on how not to get ripped off by your car dealer in the service department or the sales department, we're right here on the job, live and in color right here on the True Oldies channel. We got a lot of regular listeners out there. For you new folks, uh, we're different. I know you don't like to listen to the same thing over and over again, but we are truly different. I know of no other live uh, talk show that has uh, what we have. We speak extremely candidly about how you can not be taken advantage of when you buy or lease or have your car maintained. Uh, We name names, we name places, We name dealerships. Uh, We have a list of recommended dealers and a list of dealers that we say, please, don't buy from them. Uh, We have a mystery shopping report, which uh, I guess 60 Minutes, Mike Wallace, some of you remember that a long time ago. 60 Minutes is still there, but they don't do the Mike Wallace thing where they spring in on a business and just uh, surprise the owner and the managers and and, uh, tell it like it is. I'm, I'm surprised they got away with it as long as they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe that's the reason they dropped it. But we're still doing it. We we surprise a car dealer every week. And we've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, we sent a mystery shopper in to some car dealership. Uh, this uh, mystery shopping report is from Mon- Monroeville, Pennsylvania. I don't know how many of you know where Monroeville, Pennsylvania is, but... That was my first real job. I was I started out working for Westinghouse Electric Corporation back in 1964. I think it was 1964, maybe it was 1965, and uh, I was in Monroeville. So we actually uh, mystery shopped a uh, what was it a uh, Chevy. Uh, Chevy Chevy dealer, Chevy dealer yeah. I I didn't pay any attention to car dealership back then. I was an electronics engineer, and I didn't even know what a car dealership was. Actually, I did. My father owned a dealership. But uh, anyway, uh, it's very interesting to uh, see what these live reports are like. We do most of our shops in Florida. Uh, we're located in North Palm Beach, Florida. We're just about, what, 75 miles north of Miami. Uh, South Florida is the Sodom and Gomorrah of the car dealerships. This is where you enter a car dealership at your own risk. Uh, Car dealerships, as you know, and you've heard me say on this show many times, Gallup annual poll on honesty and ethics and profession. Car dealers are last. I mean... uh, Sometimes they get lucky and they're only next to last. <laughs> Number one is nurses. A nurse, the nursing profession is the most highly respected, honest, transparent pr- profession uh, that we see in the United States. And the worst are car dealerships. So that's why we're here. And we've been doing this for 20 years. And if you think, if you think we're not telling the truth, then you have to ask yourself this question. Why haven't we been sued by a car dealer? I feel like every time I say that, I feel like I I should knock on wood, but I don't have any wood to knock on. So, but we have not been sued, and that means that we're telling the truth. You lawyers out there in the audience, what's the perfect defense against libel and slander? That is the, the truth. truth. And I've been tapped on the shoulder by Nancy Stewart, my co-host, and that means we must have a telephone call because we interrupt everything when you call us at eight seven seven. 960-9960 that's 877-960-9960 and then she has a caller
1: we do and that number again is 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 don't forget your anonymous feedback.com we're going to go to Gainesville where Stephen is holding good morning Stephen
2: Hello. I I, I found you uh, about a month ago. First off, if you don't mind, I want to tell you how I found about your show and your car dealers. Um, They're on YouTube. I've done a ton of research. And uh, there's a show on uh, car buying. And there's a YouTube channel called Kevin Hunters, the homework guy. I don't know if you're familiar with him. But uh, his his video says uh, the title of the video is Tips for Finding Better Car Dealers. In, in parentheses, the unicorn car buyer's guide, and at timestamp 704 out of the 10 dealers. He mentioned the honest ones and the good ones uh, is is your Earl Stewart Toyota. So, um, wow. you can look if you want, but uh,
3: well, both Earl and I used to live in Gainesville, and that's, that's very right. touching. We both went to the University um, of Florida a long time ago. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's, that's how I wound up here at the University of Florida anyways i'm on a long journey to uh to buy a um toyota sienna platinum brand new front wheel drive now i wanna hear your opinion because there was two dealers actually in Florida that made the top ten list for toyota one was you and one was um uh toyota nation and uh or auto nation and uh in the Winter Park, Florida, near Orlando. So, okay. um, anyways, I visited both of you guys. I made a 600 mile trip, uh, round trip, and, and just uh, visited both of your dealers. Now, and I've also ordered a Toyota Center from another dealer, which he charged five thousand dollars more than you guys. But uh, mm-hmm. my qu- my main question is, one of the salesmen I ran into, I, I think he may have gave me the honest to God truth, and I want to hear what you, uh, Earl has to say. Anyways, I was told by the Toyota salesman at Auto Nation of Winter Park that um, Toyota does not really build personal orders. He said that Toyota waits. Say, say, I order a, a I want a fully loaded Sienna minivan, platinum with all the bells and whistles, the fifteen hundred watt inverter, mm-hmm. you know, their digital rearview mirror, everything like that. Right. I uh, actually don't want the uh, entertainment center that folds down from the, the screen, uh, it, from the ceiling. I don't want that. But anyways, he, I said, so I put in my order to two different Toyotas. They kind of acted like they were going to eventually make that for me. Both of them said it would take one to two years, and they couldn't even promise that, mm-hmm. but eventually it would get in. So I figured, well, I'll be in line behind maybe some dealers that are going to get some Sienna's. But then mm-hmm. one Toyota salesman says, uh, t- just what, you know Toyota doesn't do personal orders right. so what I would be waiting for is an a lot yes. that came in exactly kind of like what I ordered and then they would they would call me yeah so I'm not ever really in line so I could be waiting well, for never. what guys you know, that's being,
3: that's but. that's the truth um but you are in line if the, it depending on how they're if they' if they're faithfully honoring their their order bank. We have a big order bank for different vehicles, especially the ones like the Sienna or the, the ones that are taking a long time to get just because Toyota is only allotting them to our region and, and much smaller amounts than, say, in California, um, where they have more strict emission standards and things like that. I'm only talking about the hybrids and the plug-ins and electric vehicles. Um, that's true. Um, there are two allocations of new vehicles for Toyota every month, and they, um, you, the, the dealers do not get to... Um, um, Actually, order a specific vehicle. What we do is we find the closest match. Um, there's X number of models, and X number um, in, of trim levels in each model, and we and you're basically waiting um, in a line for a kind of like a like a like a lottery ball to pop up, <laughs> kind of, and cool. um, and you're just waiting your turn so they can fill the order on an allocation. Um, so that means usually. Um, you know, you get two, two allocations a month, there's two shots a month to get it, but there's another, another thing that happens is uh, the dealers have inventory um, managers, and they might not get your the van that, that you ordered in the configuration you wanted it, um, but they'll see with our locator system that another dealer got it in that allocation, and they'll make a phone call and say, hey, I need this white one, I, I, have, I can give you back this silver one. And they and they they wheel and deal and try and get match the. uh, Uh, Let
0: me let me jump in there, Stephen. The the key is to stay close to whichever dealer you decide to buy it from, and by say stay close is have a contact there that will answer the phone when you call, and uh, as Stu says. Two allocations a month. So there's two things you need to do. I'd call them. I'd call them weekly if I were uh, had a, a, a CN on order like you do, and I would say any news because there's two things that can happen. As Stu said, they will have an inventory control manager that can look and scan the inventories of all the other Toyota dealers, and if they see a, a, a cn allocated to another dealer that's like the one you want. Then they can negotiate a trade with that dealership. So, uh, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Uh, uh, when you when you find the dealer, you has the best price that you can trust. Uh, place the order with them, and then. Uh, call weekly with a contact, uh, get a name and a cell phone number of a person you can talk to, and get an update bi-monthly. And uh, th- that way you can stay on top of it. The de- the the person that sits on their hands and doesn't do anything uh, is going to have to wait longer. So right. that's <laughs> the best advice we can give you. Can I add
2: uh, one thing? It take about a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I did. I did. Uh, I've watched 200. 200- probably 200 videos on Sienna, every one I can watch just to learn about them. And I did actually order an all-wheel drive originally, uh, but then I learned that the all-wheel drive, you have to watch out for the circumference of the wheels, make sure they're all good, and if one tire goes bad, you might have to buy all four tires. Mm-hmm. So that one actually, everything I wanted, but with all-wheel drive came in in nine months. But when the, when the guy told me it was coming in, he said, oh, we found one that that's um, clean close, it's, it's coming in as red, but I wanted white. He said, well, it's still being built. We can get it painted white. And so basically that's, that's what I happened w- is <laughs> I it do was that. allocated. And then it came, but then at the last minute I learned about the all wheel drive. Yeah. I didn't know that you had it. well, you raised a good player, point. So.
3: You raised a good point. If you can be flexible on, on a couple of things, whether it's color or, you know, a, a package or something, um, it does make it, it will shorten the time you wait for, for make, that it reason. It could make a
0: huge difference, uh, Stephen. If, if you can take three variables, color, trim, and maybe uh, an accessory that you really don't have to have, uh, give the a dealership that flexibility. That way, the dealer trade person that is in charge of finding cars at other dealerships all over the country, actually uh, typically in this region, but uh, they can go anywhere they want. If they see one that came in and they're a good, good at their job, they it can beat the system the allocation system and get you a sienna a lot quicker but if you stick to your guns and won't have exactly this trim color and accessories as wait described you could wait months and months it depends on supply and demand and the manufacturing of toyota
3: and don't don't pay, don't paint it white don't paint the red one white that's a bad idea yeah that, exactly
1: <laughs> you know uh Stephen, uh i <clears throat> i had to talk someone uh A customer into changing the color that they had chosen because they waited for almost a year and guess what color that was ruby red so as earl and Stu said flexibility is really important staying in touch is even more important so i hope we helped you out this morning
2: can i just have one real one quick question when you say two allocations a month Is it per dealer or does it go by volume, like with a huge volume Toyota get maybe three allocations worth? Just
3: real quick, the whole, yeah, Toyota nationally has an allocation. The southeast region gets an allocation of, you know, 100,000 cars, whatever. And then those are allocated to the, um, there's about 175 dealers in the southeastern region that we're in, that you're in. And um, they get allocated the amount based on what they have sold prior uh, it's called a turn and earn. So if a car dealer is typically selling 150 new cars a month, um, they, they're likely to earn roughly a, about that. You know, it's not exact and everything. Sometimes we get smaller allocations and big, giant allocations, but basically, um, it's going to they maintain they get what they sell, but on um, roughly to maintain their volume. Okay,
2: thank you. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll put my uh, deposit. He said put a $500 deposit, and I'll I'll do that. All right, sounds good. Very good all right say hi to Gainesville for
1: me thanks Steven <laughs> 877-960-9960 you can text us at 772-497-6530 don't forget your anonymous feedback <clears throat> we are going to stay with the phones and we're going to go to uh, Phil who's calling us from Jupiter good morning Phil
4: good morning uh how y'all doing
1: great great I got a a call for a phone call uh,
5: question for Rick. Uh, I've got a 2024 Prius and a 2024 Venza. It's very lucky to get these cars. And, uh, but I'm, I'm asking him about the window, the first oil change. I, I read some YouTube articles where it'd be, it'd be good idea to have your first oil change within the first thousand miles. And I just wanted to ask Rick, is that, is that true? Or is that a waste of money to do that? or what are you, what's your Well, if,
6: if you've got about $75 that you just want to throw away, I mean, you can just toss <laughs> right, it to right. me. I, I'd catch it, but... You don't need to do that. No. Yeah. At 10,000 miles is your first oil change. Modern engines now, they they run them in the factory. Before the engine even gets to the, the uh, installed in the car, it's already been tested and run, and There's no break-in anymore. Uh, They don't even worry about the idea. Uh, Remember, it used to be when you got a new car, they would tell you you have to do a break-in period where you don't keep the same speed for any length of time. You you bring it up and down and all these different things. All that's gone by the wayside
0: now. Stephen, the thing you need to do, if you haven't already done it, is get your owner's manual out and look at the factory-recommended maintenance. And that's the gospel. Uh, They are... They are conservative, but they are also complete, and they also have the warranty on the vehicle. So uh, don't buy any more service or maintenance if it's not printed in your owner's manual or online, however you're looking at it. And look look at your car, and for the, every year, you're going to be required, based on mileage and time, to have some maintenance done. It's minimal. You'd be surprised. I don't know how long it was before you bought your 2024s, but if you go back 10 years, the amount of maintenance... Is probably triple what you have to do today. And you have very limited maintenance. Mainly, it's your tires and your oil changes. And after that, it's very small. But don't have it done. Don't let the dealer or the independent shop sell you anything if it's not in the owner's manual.
6: Not to mention, yeah, they're, your they're, first five services are free.
5: Right. Good right, point. Exactly. Uh, well, I, 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 in this article I read, it even said there. Metal shavings or something like that could come off the engine when it's brand new.
0: And yeah. that's why you'd be. Uninformed. The, the <laughs> man never heard of such who wrote that like is that. living in the past. That doesn't yeah. happen anymore. Oh, okay.
5: All right. Well, good. Thanks a lot. I just thank you, to Stephen. Right okay, you, thank you,
1: Phil. Uh, ladies, Phil. Uh, I have $50 for you this morning. The first two new lady callers. Give us a call toll free and uh, maybe share your experience with us as to. Whether you bought or maybe you took the car your car into the service department, uh just to chat and say hello, eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. And uh for everyone else you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Uh we are gonna go to uh, Doug in Boca. Good morning, oh. Doug.
5: Um Ella says hello, and so does Sim. Yeah, and hello. (laughs) Uh, So I was the lucky guy to get the circuit. Uh, Three weeks ago, I got a call from Eric, and I said, well, wait a minute, I'm on the waiting list. And he says, well, do you want it or not? (laughs) Uh And I go, okay. But I was kind of taken off guard there, and I have it, and talk about a car that's hard to get, this one is has to be at the top of the list, and um, you know what I went through, so I'm, I'm just calling a thank you for giving me an opportunity to have a car that's not um, priced at eight to to 20000 over, you know. <laughs> in the car. So, yeah. yeah, there's a dealership in Hollywood, I won't name who they are, but they charge, they're charging uh, twenty thousand over MSRP.
0: Wow,
7: yeah,
5: I have. so maybe you guys should have charged me a little more. No. So you, uh, Doug, you didn't well, pay, you,
1: you, can you didn't pay, pay um, market you to. adjustment. No. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> so the car is kind of. It reminds me of I don't know a race car. It's very. But you can you can drive it pretty calmly. Um, I think Sim either likes it or hates it. I'm not sure yet. And I can't get Ella in the car either. But well, <laughs> yeah. Yet. Um, so the first oil change—that's what I call Um is is that three thousand, four
6: thousand. Um, what what model car?
5: Uh, I have the Corolla
6: GR circuit. Oh, the GR Corolla. The first yes. service is at five thousand miles, and it's a tire rotation and an oil change. Because the, the GR Corolla gets the, oil yeah. changed every five thousand miles.
3: Like whom, is it is it a Toyota engine? Yeah. Okay, but did they, they make it in concert with anybody or?
6: I don't no, think so. It's no. and it's a three-cylinder engine. Yeah. And. Yes. That's why. It's a zippy little thing. Yeah, that's that's okay. It, they
5: move. It was, a, it was actually made in a part of Japan where they have a racetrack track or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe ga, Gazu or whatever
3: Gazu racing. Gazu, yeah. Yeah, it's their whole racing division.
5: It's it's like a cartoon character, I think. Uh
3: That's cause of that's cause of um um Toy, uh, uh, the former president um, Akio Toyoda, he like he made every, yeah. he 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 got that whole thing in going with Gazoo, and, and he put the the whole fun in the driving thing, and he's definitely you know found a whole
5: f- following of enthusiasts for that. Yeah. Well, I I promised Earl too that he could try it out. So okay. Yeah, well, great. <laughs> when, Thanks so much, Doug. You you
1: picked out a uh, aesthetically boy did they change uh, everything on the Corolla. And it, that is a great-looking car, and driving car. Congratulations!
5: Thank you. And I found out that actually the the transmission and the shifter and everything are are supposedly cable-driven, not direct drive. So, I mean, I didn't I didn't even know about cable-driven um, shifters and. Uh,
1: well, you're learning all kinds of things. Oh, it's new a racing things. car kind of thing,
0: isn't it, uh, for better control? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you really got yourself a heck of a car. I tell you, I am. I yeah. would like to drive it someday. So uh, maybe we get one and I'll try, I'll give it a try.
5: We'll do that, and then maybe I'll bring my saxophone. home. We can have a whole little, you know, party. <laughs>
1: there you go.
6: <laughs> by, by the way, did you know Doug's that th- Gazoo, where, where it actually came from? Yeah. No. I, uh, that was the little animated green guy from the Flintstones yeah. cart TV show. Yep, the great oh, Gazoo.
5: Oh, my God. So no I do have a cartoon car. <laughs> you do have a cartoon car.
6: You have. Yep.
5: Well, thank you again. I really appreciate this. I waited a year and a half, and then when Eric called, I said, you're you're joking, right? He
1: said,
5: no. And
3: he says, no, <laughs> no
1: not, not at all. He Doug, says, thanks so for so the it. call. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> thank you, Have guys. a great weekend. You too. See I you at sunrise. Bye-bye. Uh, we're going to go to Bob in Lake Park. Thank you for holding, Bob.
8: Oh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Uh, sometimes I think we are living in a cartoon.
1: Mm. <laughs> I agree. Very possible.
8: <laughs> and I would I would make one statement: you got to be very careful what you see on YouTube because there's a lot of a lot of stuff on there that uh, a lot of noise. Yeah. On YouTube, sometimes you know, but I do have a, a theory. And I was wondering what you thought about my theory of why do you think the uh, NADA decided to uh, file the lawsuit in the Texas
0: court? Because they're trying to stop the regulation. Uh, Yeah, but
8: why did why did they choose Texas? That's my question.
0: Oh, Texas is the politics. It's the same reason Elon Uh, Musk moved his business to Texas. They got they're very business friendly. people unfriendly kind of a a, a state and they're uh, they've got a very strong dealers association that supports the dealers and and to hell with the consumers and the car buyers so if you if you're a business person and you want to have favorable treatment texas is a good state i mean i'm not being negative i mean i'm a businessman so if if, you know if i if i had a really big business i'd probably think about relocating to texas too Uh, they favor you against the consumer
8: Well, they used to have a name for that. Didn't they used to call that kangaroo court?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right, cattle court.
8: (laughs) Oh, cattle court.
3: In Texas, it's
8: cattle court. (laughs) I I wanted to ask if you ever had a chance to... uh, They got some
1: kangaroos in Tampa, though. (laughs) I
4: saw
8: that.
1: Did you see that?
8: I did What's up with uh, that? I, I don't know It must have been Somebody's pet That got loose I, I gotta believe that. I don't know uh, uh, Have you ever had The chance to shop The uh, dealership In Belle Glade?
0: No A Long long time I think we may have But it's been So long ago Stu doesn't I don't think so Remember But I think It's possible um, they don't have very many dealerships in Belle Glade. Uh, at no, one they got- time, they had one dealership that sold just about everything, and then I think they splintered up as Belle Belle Glade got a little bit larger. For you folks that are not familiar with South Florida, Belle Glade is a very rural area, uh, sugarcane and farming, uh, and uh, some great corn, by the way. But uh, yeah, not many dealerships.
7: Well, I know we
8: you know went out there years ago with my father when he wanted to buy a Cadillac and. Their dealer fee was like half the half half of what everybody else charged around yeah. here. Yeah, You know they were much much because they were trying at that time they were trying to get people from Wellington to drive out there. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Like that far of a trip from yeah. Wellington. You know. Yeah, we and see that the business.
0: rural areas, the smaller towns, tend to be more uh, transparent and honest than the 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 bigger the town, the 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 greater the thievery. Right. I see.
3: It's less likely you're going to run into them again.
0: Yeah. Right, be, well, that's very true. Be, yeah, in a small town, you, you if you screw somebody and you really take advantage of them, the whole town knows about it, and you right. can cost your business. If you're in Miami, you can screw it 20 people a day and never see them again, but they've got enough of a population, they, the victims just keep running in the door. So that's I never, yeah.
8: I never thought about it like that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, it's a complete. Comp- it is. Uh, that's funny. Well, if you ever get a chance to go out there and shop that place, I think that would be pretty interesting. Okay. We we'll should do that. See how yeah. put
3: that on the we'll list.
8: See how competitive they are. I had a question for Rick about uh, Magna Ride. Are you familiar with MagnaRide
6: Nope. That's a new one on me.
8: It's uh it's uh, it's adaptive dampers that they have in the uh, they have it in the Mustangs, hey. and I happened to test drive. Uh, uh, a gt put a performance package with the magnaroid, and uh i really you know i put it on the on the uh the mode the driving mode was normal it wasn 't sport or track and uh i couldn 't really tell they told me that it 's on all the time and supposedly it, it adjusts depending on what drive mode you 're in
6: Oh, okay so it's a it's it 's an adaptable suspension
8: right yeah all right damped, yeah
6: adaptable. yeah i've heard there's, of plenty of those uh, toyota had the x-ray system for a while uh there, there's there's been a bunch of iterations like that
8: right does toyota currently have anything that has adaptive dampers on it Any no not not
6: right now they're Cars, coming out with one
3: there's a really cool one coming out on the 2020 uh, Ford tacoma um, on, only on certain yeah. models and actually built into the seat they have this hydraulic computer-controlled system right. that keeps I the seat right they said okay. so you can uh, drive this thing over boulders at hundred miles an hour and, and your head stays nice and stable while the truck so it's, so it's built into the it's seat an active control on the seat that you can see on the back of the seat you can see the hydraulic oh yeah yeah, it's, I've seen, and it's okay, gonna move. yeah I've seen so that one yeah with the, when the car jerks this way it's gonna Counterbalance, and right? Just, but yeah. it, but
6: it's only for the seat, not for the entire right. vehicle, right? Exactly. Yeah. the, so the, the I, adaptive I, suspension they're talking about is actually for the the struts for and the, shocks the shocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, right. yeah. Try to keep the entire vehicle. Well, don't we have things when they level have, and smooth when they have sport mode and things like that? Do they? Does that
3: um, sport and normal similar? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then gives it a tighter feel, or is that just artificial? Because yeah.
6: hmm. we we had that yeah. X ray is that used hydraulic pressure would change it, but yes. Yeah,
8: yeah. Well, I see they're going to build a. Uh, crown convertible did you see that
3: i did not see that Ooh, i knew yeah. they were doing a crown um the crossover but i didn't know
8: about the convertible yeah definitely the yeah, crossover I mean, yeah the production rate is going to be
1: one yeah interesting that sounds about right it's going to be a hey. one-off i don't
8: know who's getting it but somebody's going to get it <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, Bob, well anyway, ben, thank you very much you guys have a great weekend thank you and, uh, we'll talk to you soon All thank, right. thank you so Bob. much
1: Thanks. 877-960-9960 ladies 50 dollars for the first two new lady callers give us a call 877-960-9960 we're going to go to uh, trisha who's calling us from Boco. good morning trisha welcome back
9: good good morning um yes i'd like to continue <coughs> excuse me the the tire hour from last weekend you
7: remember yeah
9: um i had some we were talking about tires a lot, and I thought after that I I have continued questions. Um, my question was, you know, my tire, uh, my tires keep wearing out. <clears throat> I'm a bad driver, like Earl has admitted. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stop and go, a lot of left and right. So let's assume my my driving habits aren't going to change. I told you a discount tire.
10: You know, I was having
9: constant problems. The tires were wearing out uh, only after 10 20,000 miles very frequently. They said, okay, get a more expensive tire, the Michelin Defenders, get your alignment. Well, I did that. And guess what? I think I told you last week my Defenders wore out, you know, 10,000 miles. I need another one. And they blamed it on the alignment. Oh, the alignment must have been out. Okay? So, uh my first question is to you, do I believe that B.S.? Um, or <laughs> that second question is,
10: now that I know my driving habits
9: aren't going to change that girl, do I stick to least expensive tires instead of $200 tires, get $100 tires, um, and do it, do it that way? Oh, uh, and they also said, because you didn't rotate it after 5,000 miles, that will wear them out. I said, guys, it's only one rotation I missed, not five. So, those are my questions.
0: Well, you're never going to change, Tricia. I've been trying to change for 83 years, and I just love driving, and it's fun for the. It's fun to drive, and I like to take corners faster, and I like to stop fast. Right. I do. And Nancy's been trying to change me for about 40 years, <laughs> so. You just uh, enjoy your car, enjoy driving, drive safely. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm unsafe. You're not unsafe, but you're an aggressive driver. You probably it's fun to drive. So uh, I I would say uh, just shop tires. Uh, uh, You can get a great deal on tires at Costco. If I were you, if there's a Costco anywhere near you, that's where I'd buy my tires, and uh, you get a a really good deal on tires at Costco, and uh, just enjoy yourself.
9: Uh, okay, so but are you saying do, yeah, because of what is going on? You, I don't. I, yeah, need I don't to think spend I, a lot of money. Well, so you can still tires.
0: you can yeah. still have your. I would recommend. Uh, and I, I do the same thing because we have to. Is you need to get your tires checked probably at least once a month. You want to check the inflation and check the alignment. Right, the way I, you drive right. and I drive, we should do that. If you do that then that's all you can do. I mean, if your tire's... Not in a line, or they'll take care of it right away. If it's under-inflated, overinflated, they'll take care of that right away. They'll spec to be sure you don't have a damage to your tire. My problem and, is and, damage to the tires. Yeah, Tricia,
1: yes. uh, as far as tires are concerned, go to uh, Consumer Report. I mean, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money, and it sounds like as if that you're going through uh, your tires. So you can you can find some top-rated tires in the Consumer Report.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna say to answer your question, I don't Mm -hmm. think that buying uh, cheaper tires, you know, or you know, like less quality tires, because you're going through them, is is a good idea. Like Earl said, go go, get the most quality tire that's gonna last the longest, but get the best deal on that one. And like he said, go to Costco to to check that out. Um, But yeah, just you know, buy. You don't want to buy two hundred dollar tires, but. Those are ones that are going to last a longer. Are going to stand up on the best too. You know, like a and they can fun inspect your
0: tire tires too. They check your tires when you go there, yeah. and they'll tell you they're honest. I mean, you go to Costco, you can get an honest price, a good price, and it will be an honest evaluation. Do you need alignment? Do you need inflation? And uh, that's what I do.
1: And and Trisha, you know your tires. You know it's going to give you. It depends on what you have, and it depends on the PSI. Uh, like Earl said, you need to check the pressure in your tires. And uh, also, uh, it, it's just really important because the, your PSI, your tires that you choose, it affects your, your gas. You, you know, the, it, it affects the ride. It affects the tires wearing out. So there's a lot of things to think about as far as you getting that comfortable drive.
9: Uh, okay guys, but I did tell you I spent a lot of money on my Michelin Defenders. I do huh. keep the pressure up. I do check that. The only thing they told me is because you your alignment probably went out and you didn't rotate it. So
3: well, I yeah, I disagree that one pressure. missing one rotation is not going to wear your tires down. Missing a bunch they'll, they'll they'll wear unevenly and that's that's the problem. It doesn't <laughs> cause them to wear f- faster um, all around. So um, to Costco, um, talk to their tire department. Uh, they're going to give you a whole different experience. Uh, they'll, you know, I think you're going to get better advice and and better tires.
9: And you could do that even though you're not a member.
3: I think you need to be a hey,
0: member. Sixty five dollars a year. Tricia Spend the sixty five. I'll loan you the sixty five dollars. Join Costco. Yeah. And you'll love them, and you'll want to repeat that. Uh, it's uh, it's a great place mainly just because you you don't have to you know keep your hand on your wallet. They're 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 giving you fair price and honesty. Yeah. It's, it's a great place to go.
1: Great products, so great
9: prices. I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't believe them when they say. Well, your alignment
0: went out, and you didn't get a rotation. It was so Costco if it was Costco, real. I would believe him. I don't know who you're going no. to. And uh, <laughs> and you can knock your alignment out in 20 minutes. I mean, we have new cars right. that come in from the manufacturer on the truck, and we first thing we do is check their alignment. They've never been driven. They're on the truck. Yeah. And we check them, and 10% of the cars that we check that come off the truck have to be realigned.
1: Earl can knock his alignment out in 10 minutes. Sure. The
9: right,
6: right. I, I, instantly.
9: That, but with that wear out, the right front outer edge of a tire.
6: Well, Tricia, the, the first thing that I would say is if they're saying that your alignment was knocked out, I would have your alignment checked and get a printout to You're show right. whether your alignment is out or not. Because if it shows that your alignment is in specification, then you go back and say, here, here's the printout with the date, my VIN number. And it shows that it's in specification. Therefore, you are wrong and you replace my tires under a warranty because my alignment is not out.
0: That's good advice, Rick. Uh, Tricia, we got to go. We got a whole bunch of calls holding okay, here. All so, right. uh, Thank you. call us back next week and let us know how that yeah, works. Yeah,
1: Tricia, so that's your homework. You have uh, you have got Costco, you've got uh, Consumer Reports. So, get back with us and let us know how things turned out for you and, my alignment. and your okay. tires. Thanks. <laughs> Alignment to. Like okay, we're going to go to uh, Jersey Mike, our regular caller.
11: Hello, I'm Jersey Mike from West Palm Beach. How hey, are you Jersey doing, Mike. guys? Hey. Good morning.
0: i like a medium with extra pastrami, please. <laughs>
7: Stick
11: special. You're going to be pretty busy for the bike.
1: Super Bowl, Mike.
11: Yeah, I know. That was started in Red Bank, New Jersey, believe it or not. And I know the man who did that. Not, That's not me, but I know what you talking about. The <laughs> oh, great I thought that
0: was you. That's the reason you've no. been so nice to you. We thought maybe we could get some <laughs> submarines. Uh, yeah.
11: Well, I, the game's going to be great. got some questions. One thing, first of all, I've I mentioned this before. I'm a veteran, uh, Vietnam era, and I did, are you going to do the uh, uh, Big Dog Ranch uh, thing today or not? I uh, no
0: we no. don't have a dog this week we have a, okay, we don't okay, have a dog so okay. let's give us a, tell us something yeah. good about big dog ranch
1: yeah and okay, well, uh, mike let, let, let me tell you this uh, first and foremost they're looking for volunteers out there they're in desperate need of them one of the reasons dog, we don't like have a, 70, a eight, dog eight, today is because a yeah, okay. uh, lack of uh, you know volunteers so if you can get on yeah. out there
11: I want to let everybody know out there, if you go out and get a dog, which I'm going to do, because uh, I need one again, and I've already done it once before, and uh, I'm going to get the third one. And you can then call me Three Dog night. <laughs> Three Dog Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, uh, the last time I went out, because you had one on there, and uh, by the time I got there, it was gone. Oh, really? It a, yeah, that's which how one? There they go. Oh and that was a while ago, oh, okay. like two months ago, okay. I was wondering if it was name. um
3: our um Lilo from last week and we had a big too. No, no, Mastiff. no, no,
11: no. This was a couple months ago, okay. okay? Oh. Let's go to let's go to cars, okay? Uh, yep. I had one of the last muscle cars back in the era which was a sixty nine Corvette that I did the work on. I took the heads off, the racing car job, you know, racing heads and put a cam and it the no, side pipes, the diner out, the diner out around 490 horsepower, and I could do zero to sixty in, in 4.0 seconds with a second stopwatch. Okay, so it's great.
6: That's yeah. a beast.
11: Well, I, listen, <laughs> I, I can't get over how people buy these Corvettes that are automatic. Why would you even buy a sports car if it's gonna if you can't play with it? You follow me? It just it makes no sense. I'm with well, you 100%. What, what,
0: I tell you, the fact is they're faster than the sticks. And uh, I know. And that's the reason they do it, because it's all about speed. And interestingly, one interesting little tidbit from, uh, I think it's uh, Consumer Reports, uh, the highest loyalty of any car, meaning you buy one, you buy another one, the highest percentage of loyalty of all the cars, including Toyota, Lexus, and all these great cars, is the Corvette. So mm-hmm. it shows you uh, what a love affair America yeah. has with the Chevrolet Corvette. I mean, it's, it's not a perfect car. It has flaws, but people love it. And that's the reason they buy another, another, and another. I,
11: They're I sexy. Now, let, let's go to cars around here, okay? Uh, I want to go out to Belgrade if there happens to be a Subaru dealer out there. Is there is not. Because,
3: There's only a there dealer, Only a Chevy Buick dealer. Oh, uh, okay.
11: <laughs> uh let me and the reason why I want to do that is I found out I can get a uh a, a Subaru at least right here from Bremen in South Florida, which I've been invited by you folks not to do in South Florida as buy a car but would there be anything wrong with that if it was a brand new car out of out of no. a, a local dealership?
3: No, no, no. We we just say we say don't buy a car in South Florida. We don't subject yourself to the torture that, that goes with buying. Oh, well, I know about that. <laughs> yeah, right. I've been doing this for a long. long you can time get a good deal in South, South Florida if you follow the the. You, you
0: got to love to argue and scream and yell and negotiate. I have no Or, yeah, you know, if you don't love that, then do it online. And and,
11: and I. Yeah. And how to deal with uh, junk fees also, especially when the salesman says, oh, I'm going to go over and talk to the man in the booth over there. Imagine, the <laughs> yeah, right. you know what? No, 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 no. We're going to go over there together, and I'm going to talk <laughs> to the man <laughs> in the booth, okay? Because I know how that works, you know? And don't yeah. get yourself stuck in that, folks out there. Those dealer fields, they'll kill you with that. You're going to look at at least three to $4,000 in that junk fee.
0: Mike, you know how that originated, the back and forth? Uh, Back in the day, back when I started in the business and I was evil, uh, uh, all the, uh, we call them the closing booths, where the customer and the salesman said, we bugged them. And we had, uh, we had hidden microphones and speakers. No speakers, just the microphones. And then they, they were all in the manager's office. So uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones come in, and you start talking about price, uh, what's the best we could do, blah, blah. You get them thinking, and they say, well, excuse me, let me talk to my manager. The salesman runs to the manager's office. They turn the uh, speaker yeah. on, and they listen to the husband and wife talk about, well, we're not going <laughs> to go a penny over $5,000. And they, get, they know everything that they're saying, and that's the way the whole, uh, the whole game originated. And then, of course, what happened was the FBI got, got onto it, and they were, they were raiding dealerships. I think mainly Texas is where it really started. And, and every dealer was, uh, you know, the fear of God was put into them. So that's when they stopped bugging uh, offices, and that was like you know, 40 years
11: ago. Well, listen, I bought a car from your dealership down at the end of the North Lake Boulevard, and you have a big, big old billboard down there along the way that says yeah. no dealer fees. And I'll tell you what, right. when I got it, the people there were very nice to me. I bought a, a, a 2018 Kia, and that car had, and they gave me the car, fact, you know, right then and there. I didn't even ask where they gave it to me, which was really nice, so I thought the man had treated me very well. That car Went with eighteen. It only had one owner. And it was never in accident. Was never leased. It was one owner, eighteen thousand miles. And I drove that car to thirty-eight thousand miles wow. and never put anything into that car whatsoever.
7: Huh.
11: And I gave it to I gave it to a relative as a gift. And they've got over sixty thousand miles huh. in it now,
1: and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just nothing ever. Amazing. Well,
0: actually, Amazing. First, we got a whole bunch Mike? of people all waiting yeah. in line Always here, so. a
1: pleasure to hear from you. Hey, don't
11: forget, folks, Big Dog Ranch, 50% off on anything you adopt if you are a veteran. Thank that's you. That's right. and, and those dogs come out with everything taken care of. Chip, uh, manicured, there are shots, and you get all the documentation. So it's a great place. And by the way, the most important thing is it's a no-kill Yep. Yes. A clown. And yep. a lot of people don't understand what that means, but if you go to all these other places, they do kill dogs. Thanks for what you
0: do mind. for Big Dog Ranch. We really appreciate that, yes, Mike. Thanks yeah. so
1: much, Mike. Hey, Give us a call a again.
11: Uh, by the way, the last kind like, of I had it with 328,000 miles on it before I got rid of it. Oh, the
1: good old days. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd never end. I know. Bye have bye. Have a great bye. weekend. Bye. We're going to go to, before we go uh, to our next call, ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Give us a call at 877-960-9960. We're going to go to uh, Marty in West Palm Beach. Good morning, Marty.
4: Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Don't We're great, great. Marty. Uh, yesterday, uh, I did my own mystery shopping at uh, uh, Southern 441 Toyota. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, and I was looking, just walking around. They happened to have a lot of Camrys, you know, more than normal. You Mm -hmm. know, it wasn't like you could buy one that day. Right. But anyways, I looked at a crown I liked. So I said, well, let me see if they'll give me my price. Now, my price is usually not the easiest price to get the car for. So anyways... The guy comes out, the salesman, we take the car for a fast test drive. I said, very good. Go down, get the paperwork. Guy comes out in two minutes with a price. And he gives me a price that was very, very high.
2: That's how it starts. I got up
4: right away. I follow Earl's rules. And I, I'm ready to walk out after talking to the guy for two minutes. And the guy says, "Just a minute, just a minute." Comes back, lowers the price by thirteen thousand dollars <laughs> with his paperwork, <laughs> and it was still almost five thousand more.
3: Than I Wait, now listen. <laughs> I, I can't like when. I wish. I mean, I know it's in the moment. Just to say, like, what would have happened if I didn't say that? Just one little sentence. I would have been shelling out thirteen grand more. All it takes is one little, hey, I'm not doing it.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I said to the guy, well, when he showed me the first price, I said, oh, okay, very good, thank you, and I just got up. Oh, okay. just, see, see just back, back,
0: uh, Marty, back in the day, I would have fired the, back when I was evil, we would have fired that salesman and the manager, too, because you don't ever, no, we used to say, drop, drop your, your pants. pants that far, that fast, because oh, it, it scares the customer. You always come down a little bit at a time, so uh, if you got to come down $13,000, you have to do it you have to go back and forth 13 times. Yeah, you got to, and then right. and that way you wear the customer down, and they're exhausted, and they're just they just want to get out of there. And you keep on, and you keep on, and then of course you you hide his trade in or the keys, so if he right. wants to go home, he can't. You
3: can't find a car, and, and then. Yeah.
0: And then here, another little trick I'll share with you, back when I was evil, Mm. we used to give, after we kept them there for as long as we could, hours, two hours, we used to give them some ice cream and say, this is our (laughs) gift to you, and take this ice cream, be sure to get it in the refrigerator real fast. So they couldn't stop at another dealership and compare our price, because the ice ice cream would melt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding.
4: And after this guy dropped the price by 13000 I said, well, if they dropped at 13 i am only still 5000 off the what I really want to pay. I said, well, let's see if they ever call me back.
7: Hey, I Marty, are you,
4: st- are you
1: nah. still wearing your shirt, the negotiator? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really, when I see that, I say, how much profit? has to be in a car at just MSRP. I mean, these guys are, are you know... Now, this car stickers for 50, $52,000 because I want the one with... Which, the which one was it? it? was the Crown Limited, okay. but the one with uh, 360 camera. Right.
0: Yeah, there's no limit, Marty. They uh, they $20,000 profits happened. There was a class-action suit in... Uh, uh, Martin County, uh, uh, elderly people, and they had uh, a group of uh, dealers there that were charging ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 over sticker price. And uh, it just, it's all they can get, and uh, it's it's a wild, wild west. So uh, like Stu said, uh, just, just, all you got to do is blink, and they'll drop uh, the price. The people that go in and buy the car at the price they ask when they walk into a dealership are really getting hosed real bad.
4: Yeah. I mean, so far, well, I'm 79, and I haven't bought a car It's it's thicker ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm hanging on to my car. So if I can make it to 99, <laughs> I don't know if my Camry will last that long. Hey, but mate. I'm in no rush to overpay for a car because my car's running good. Yeah. But so it, you have just, the advantage. That's right. Yeah, data. I mean, if you need a car, obviously. It's different, have to different do situation. You to do. Yeah. Yeah. But you're in the catbird seat.
1: It was a pleasure talking to you. Give us a call again. We love speaking to you.
4: Okay, if they call me back and lower it by the five or 6,000 more, let I'll us let them know. You there, you know. Please Please do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 19,000. Right. We, Very we good.
1: never yeah. said that this wasn't serious business. Definitely oh, yeah. is in Florida. We're yep. going to go to Frank, and he's calling us from Jupiter Farms. Good morning, Frank.
12: Well, good morning, and or Nancy and um, uh, and uh, Earl and the rest of the gang. Hey, uh, Another Saturday morning, I wake up, and the first thing I do is turn on the radio and listen to you guys, and it motivates me for the rest of the day. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Get
12: Earl smiling over there. But, uh, well, the, the, I, I got a couple of things I do have to talk about, but hearing from your other customers, first let me tie into you guys about um, Costco and tires. I um, had taken your advice and I've shopped at Costco for a long time for tires. But for my Mercedes, I needed special tires. They were staggers and they can't rotate them. Anyway, we uh, actually picked up a nail or a screw in um, a left rear tire down in Homestead Air Force Base and trying to get things. Um, They did a great job. There's a five year warranty they give you on your tires for road hazards and everything that's included. And so they took the tire off, patched from the inside, rebalanced it, put it back on, and it was under an hour. And the nice thing, I are in Costco, you can go inside and get a hot walk dog, walk around and check things. <laughs> yeah.
0: buy a chicken and get a hot dog.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. I go. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason to go to Costco for some people.
12: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually I know these millionaire guys, and they go to Sam's to get their hot dogs. <laughs> I said, no, no more, no more hot dogs. We're going to go to Costco. They got better hot dogs. than <laughs> Yeah. Holy cow! I mean, go buy a real meal somewhere. But um, <laughs> so yeah, good advice. And uh, for the sixty-five dollars fee, you get that money back, and you'll save it in other shopping things. But that's pretty good advice.
3: I heard they're gonna, right they're going to crack down on on membership sharing. Apparently, like they don't really care they that can. much now, and now they're going to, um, be yeah. able to enforce it at the door. So
12: oh, they do it at the door, and you can't you can't check out. Oh, I didn't um, okay. So they're yeah. yeah. they're doing. It. I mean, it, it's, it's fine. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a shame that people, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people do that with their Netflix and accounts right. and other things, and, but... Um, Abuse led um, to this the decision, yeah. yeah. And the air ride suspension, we had that on our um, SQ5 from Audi, and it's like, it's a day and night difference. Uh, I a test drove a car the other day that uh, there's not enough time this morning to talk about. I, I did a little mystery shopping report ourselves at Porsche, right. and it was a remarkable. I'll, I'll tell it another time when there's more time. Okay. Um, and, but what my, here's my call for you guys. This is the serious part. Um, Sue will remember I bought my son a pickup truck and Nancy remembers. I should yeah. never co-sign for the little brat, but right. I did. Now he wants to pay it off early for whatever we oh, The reason is he's tired of paying high insurance rates
7: uh-huh. down in
12: Miami because he says I got to keep insurance because it's under finance. And so I said, yes, he wants to I, you know, pay it off and drop the insurance. That's what he was to do. I said, and then mm-hmm. what are you going to do if someone hits you, and you don't have insurance, and now you're out, you know, a thirty-five thousand-dollar truck. Um,
1: That's not good. And
12: it's zero percent financing, I'm trying to get the the little guy to call you. I mean, he's not literally six foot six, <laughs> but I mean, have him, you know, have you guys some. Why would you get rid of zero percent financing? And because um, for whatever reason, I mean, insurance is just. But anyway, here's my question to you: Since my name is on the title mm-hmm. with him, how do I go about getting my name off? For God forbid, he hits someone, right. and the lawyer you that. Oh, his dad's got a big house in Jupiter Farms. He's a retired airline pilot. He's a retired right. military.
3: Oh, this needs to be a priority tire. for you. Yeah, um, if he pays it off, um, you can. It can be signed over. Um, um, you can. I would speak to maybe uh, just an attorney or maybe somebody you know who can advise you. Just write up a form where you're actually basically he's buying you out of the car um, well, you know, for zero dollars. You
0: might be able to do it without that. I yeah. I would call. Um, DMV. If you call call Stu or me, yeah. and we'll uh, hook you up with our uh, accounting department, look at the uh, title department. Yeah. It Seems to me that uh, you know they're not going to add a name to a title without a lot of. Uh, you know leg- legality, but if it. you want to drop your name off a title, and and uh, you you certainly should be able to say uh, legally, I want to yeah. remove my name from if the title. If you're
3: getting divorced or if you, yeah. had if for whatever reason, you can you can separate uh, we'll, that. We'll, we'll hook you up with our title clerk. Call, call me on Monday, um, and uh, and I'll yeah, we'll, we'll I'll talk to the title clerk and we'll figure out the best course for you. But that should be a priority. Yeah, your you, yeah. your thoughts were right on right on the money because. Um, Yeah, you could get in trouble there. (laughs) Frank, uh, back in the old
1: days, that was pretty easy for me to do. But uh, I can't share that information with you on the air.
6: Rick. My (laughs) thoughts on insurance, I I would let them know, back when I first started driving, PIP and liability were generally relatively low cost. And adding things like collision and uninsured motorists, those raised the, the insurance rates quite a bit. Those numbers have now reversed. Uh, PIP and liability, those are your huge impact ones because they're more the everyone's more worried about how much damage your vehicle is going to do, and that's your big expense. Collision, uninsured motorist, uh, the things that are going to help you out. The uh, uh, what's what's the other one there? Uh, comprehensive insurance. Those are pennies anymore compared to the other side of it. Yes. So dropping that portion of the insurance. You're not going to save, but maybe ten dollars, twenty dollars a month at the most. It's it's pennies. The PIP and liability is always going to be the lion's share of your bill, and those are state required just to drive the vehicle on the road. Yeah. So you're not going to get rid of it. You're not going to save much oh, that's, by that's, trying to
0: that's drop that's your telling. insurance. He can if he wanted to. In other words.
1: You know, Frank, uh, I have to share with you the fact that, you know, we have talked about insurance on this show forever. And you can go to Consumer Report, you would be shocked at how much you can save on your sh- your insurance. Your, it, having insurance is extremely important.
12: Wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I've had it for, you know, 60 years.
1: Yeah, but uh, knowing how to buy and save...
12: That's good. As I'm sitting here, I, I got to share this. I don't know if I if I could get a picture or not. I'm looking through my kitchen window out towards the trees, and I see not one but two perfectly round, symmetrical spider webs glowing in the um, sun. Um, Take a they picture. strung between trees. I'm, I'm going to. I'll send it to you guys. Well, but real quick, real yeah. um, r- 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 quick, as um, it's wintertime now, and here's my question to you: hmm. Since it's you know cold weather and everything, what should we feed the children in the morning for breakfast? <laughs> you, you know oatmeal you know no 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 here's this frosted flakes
3: ah oh, very great. good yeah it's the corniest you, thing you, i've heard thank well, you all for day. that frank do you get that hear what i said we it's
1: have the corniest
7: to run <laughs> now,
12: now you can hang up have but, a great weekend
1: you. all
10: right
1: okay scooter thanks for holding you've been there for a while scooters calling us from hope sound good morning
10: Good morning. Is this Earl Stewart on Spiderwebs? I'd love to talk.
1: This is
10: Earl Stewart on Cars. Long-time listener. I I learn so much every week listening to you guys. I appreciate the show. I have a two-part question, though, Um, and the second part's more important. But the first part is, is the golden age of leasing cars over? And I ask this as someone who's leased my last six cars, like 15 to 18 years going back, and it was always such a good deal. Um, and I'll give you an example. My last two leases are Toyotas, and it's a thirty-one thousand dollar Camry. And in twenty eighteen, the payment was two hundred and sixty. In twenty twenty one, the payment went jumped one hundred and ten to three seventy. But it's still a five hundred and change car to buy outright. Now that I'm up for a new lease, the payments are looking like four eighty, another one hundred and ten dollar jump, where I could just buy the car for a little over five. And that makes me think, like, do companies not want us to lease anymore, and I'm just wondering, is is the glory days of paying half of what you buy the car for over?
0: Well, Scooter, are, are you shopping the lease just like you'd shop a, a purchase? Because I don't see any difference. Uh, the, 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 to me, the big difference between leasing and buying is if you're not an educated consumer, the dealer can... Take advantage of you a lot easier with a lease. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to flim flam uh, a, a customer with a lease than it is a purchase. But when you boil it down to the arithmetic uh, of calculating a lease and the arithmetic of buying a car, if you if you are A smart buyer there are six of one half dozen of the other i always recommend buying rather than leasing because the average consumer gets hosed when they lease a car uh in, in in the average car dealership uh the profit on a lease is roughly double the the profit on a purchase and uh but if, if you know, understand capitalized cost, you understand lease factor and all the other uh, residual value and your option to purchase and all that, which is complicated, if you understand it, uh, it doesn't make any difference whether you lease or buy the car. I, I personally think that as customers become more educated, which they are, and as the transparency uh, comes to light more and more with the uh, FTC regulation combating auto retail scams and uh, with the uh, reform of car dealerships, the way they treat customers, I think leasing will be predominant. At, at one time, it was a third of all transactions, and then it dropped off to about 15 or 20 percent. I think it'll be 75 percent because it's more convenient. Uh, uh, you can tailor the lease to to your uh, cycle. Some people want to get a new car every three years. Some people want to get a new yeah, car. No, I've always been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, I don't think it's dying off. I think uh, I, you just need to shop and compare more and 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 look at the numbers. The, well, I
10: mean, I mean, with the pricing, like you know, so I always I go to you guys first. I get your price, and then I shop it to every dealer in South Florida. And most of them are $200 more a month than you guys are. Yeah. Um, not that I've gotten every lease from you, but typically you're the best price. I mean, I had Toyota dealerships in, tr- on the Treasure Coast quoting me $250 more a month yeah. for the same car. Sure. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's just weird that now they seem like the price is just, it's creeping closer and closer to buying it. So at this point, I'm going to buy my next car because the price, yeah. ju- it doesn't make sense when it was two sixty a month for a $520 a month car, sure, I'm paying that price.
0: You know, it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
10: it's almost the same.
0: Here, here's a possible, of, of, of you know, uh, serious factor, real factor that might affect lease prices today. I just thought of it. Uh, the uh, leasing companies and the dealers, uh, mainly the leasing companies, uh, really got... Uh, surprised with this whole COVID thing and with the supply chain interruption. So the residual values that they had on the car were way off. See, with a lease, uh, a 36-month lease, I'm a leasing company, I have to say, what is that car going to be worth in three years in the future? Now, you look at your crystal ball, and you've got to be pretty good to know what a car is going to be worth in three years. And the and the leasing companies really got surprised when they found out what happened with uh, the value of cars so the smart buyer was buying their cars at thousands of dollars below residual so i think it might be an overreaction on the part of leasing companies and perhaps the average lease price today is higher and maybe today a purchase price if you're shrewd you're a good negotiator uh will uh, will probably be uh better than uh, leasing the car
10: no, I mean you're right, and and I bought out my last two leases for that exact reason, and one was in the middle of COVID, yeah. and yeah, now my buyout from Southeast Toyota uh, Financial is about nineteen thousand, uh-huh. and my Camry is a twenty-one with sixteen thousand miles. It's worth mm-hmm. like twenty-five K, mm-hmm. so it makes sense to buy it and sell it on my own and make the money. Yeah. but like I said, just now, it just for, for me to lease again, now I want to buy, but that yeah. comes to my next question. Yeah, well. I want a 24. I'm, I'm, yeah. the 25 all hybrid Camry doesn't excite me that much. I like the, the, the body style now. So uh-huh. I want to buy a 24. What's the latest I could put it, I, I want to, uh, to customize it. What's the latest I should do that to ensure I can still get a 24 Because I know at some point this year they're going to stop producing them. so I'm wondering like what, what's my sweet spot for going in to, to customize my car and, and get it you know get a 24 made?
0: Well, uh, depending on the on the model, I mean, uh, we the the twenty fives are introduced at different. You know, it used to be uh, in September all the new cars came out. Now they come out in in the beginning of the year. You got to you know sometimes in January of a year you can buy next year's car, and sometimes you have to wait till September, October, or even the following year to buy next year's car. So uh, you have to talk to the. Dealer who's going to be shoot straight with you and say, This is what I want to buy. I want to buy a 2024 at the latest possible time or the earliest possible time, and this is the model that I want to buy. That way, he can check with the manufacturer. If the manufacturer will share the information, then he'll give it to you. But a lot of times, we dealers don't know. Until they keep it pretty close to the vest, and yeah. oftentimes we find out when a new vehicle is going to be introduced by reading the paper. They'll they'll go they'll release it to the <laughs> to the public before they're telling their, their dealers.
10: Um, it's funny. I, I spoke with uh, Kirsten at your dealership this past weekend, and she kind of said the same thing that we don't know yeah. when we just can't place an order for a twenty four anymore. Yeah, she was saying maybe do April. Um, to to guarantee that I can get the 24 that I want. You think April would be okay? Yeah, I, and I want you, the, I you know, the package it, on a Camry SE.
0: Tell the dude I like with us, uh, if someone places an order with us, they can cancel anytime they want to. We don't uh, unless you order a purple car with a green interior <laughs> or something like that. But if you order a normal car and you change your mind any time you change your mind, that's fine. Because we, we order cars all the time without people uh, you know, buying them in advance. So we order cars for inventory. So we would just flip the switch and say, okay uh, – yeah, uh, uh, this, this owner doesn't want to take the purchase and then say you can wait and order another one next month. We had one listener to the show here. Uh, I think it might have been Marty. Uh, he, he did that several times. We just had, uh, you know, he would cancel the car and then and order a different one. So uh, find a dealer that will work with you. That way you don't have to time it perfectly.
10: Yeah, and that—that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, I'll order it to you guys, and if the price doesn't work, then like you said, I'll—I'll—you know, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll surrender it. I won't get it. Yeah, but we I just want a white yeah. with the XP package, which I think might be a little more rare. Like I don't—I don't know if they'll stop producing the XP package at some yeah. point this year, yeah. or if as long as they're producing Camrys, they'll make that specific Camry, or how that works.
0: Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a, again, uh, we're the last to know
10: <laughs> what
0: they're going they, they've canceled cars. Yeah, the hottest car we ever had was the Solera convertible. And uh, and I'm still crying about the fact why they canceled that car. <laughs> I'll never know. So and, nice car. <laughs> I, I got to remember it's a worldwide company, and when they look at the market and supply and demand, they're looking at the whole globe. We're looking at South Florida, so I certainly understand that they got to do what's good for the whole company. But uh, we don't we don't know until you know. Usually,
10: w- one last comment before it's I go, good. and i I know you guys are Tesla people, um, or you know you have a Tesla. Tesla's leasing options are actually really good. I mean it's three sixty seven a month with forty five hundred down, which is more than I want to put down, but three sixty seven to buy the same car with forty five hundred down is six seventy two.
7: Mm-hmm.
10: So it jumps massively. But I do know with Tesla you have to give that car back. There's no buying it out when you lease it. Yeah, so I thought I, that was interesting that their payments—it's it, half the price of a Honda Accord, which yeah. is just absurd to me. But it's still their car.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that about Tesla. I didn't realize that that you couldn't. Uh, I I bought mine, so I didn't lease it. But I didn't know that they don't give you the option to buy. That's very interesting. Listen, we got we got to move here. We got a bunch of line calls. I yeah, got on a line.
1: ton of calls, Scooter. It Love was show, great guys. chatting with you. Thanks yeah, very much. much. Stay in touch. Okay, we are going to go to Kim in Boca, who is a first-time caller. And uh, she has won herself $50 this morning. Welcome, Kim. Hi. there. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got through. I tried last week. I'm the one who wrote the the Tesla question. Hey, Kim, before uh, we get started, it's real important that you stay on the line after we're finished talking. And uh, you talk to Jeremy in our control room and give your contact information so I can send you out that check for $50. Oh, thank
13: can, you very much. What can we do for you? First of all, I want to say how much I appreciate all of you.
10: Thank you. Um,
13: my husband passed away before the pan right a couple months before the pandemic. He had just retired.
1: I'm sorry uh, he to hear that. He was only
13: sixty. Thank you. I was in my early fifties, and I was like, we were going to keep our cars a long time. Um, I have—I am still driving my same car because the pandemic came. And who's going to go shopping for a car if you got a car that works? Mm-hmm. My car is a 2002 Lexus RX 300. Do you remember that car? <laughs> How many miles mass. on it? <laughs> <laughs> Over um, 213,300, something like that. Wow.
6: Okay, so it's it's broken in. It's it's Great. maturing nicely. <laughs> and
13: they're and they're telling and my daughter's car. I have one daughter. 28 school teacher in Miami, but um, she's on my insurance. I heard that other question about the insurance.
7: Mm-hmm. Everything
13: that happened today, the, every question was for me. <laughs> I got ah, co- Fantastic. My kid, I'm telling her, she runs over, nails in Miami, go to Costco. I bought her the membership. We'll go to Costco from now on. No more of that tired cake. Great. Anyway, <laughs> Great. I have learned so much, and I am a Tesla fan. I'm an Elon Musk fan, and I'm the one who wrote in about I've been wanting a Tesla. I, I, I love Lexus. And I thought about getting another one, but I, part of me is like, why should I go into another gas car when I keep cars a long time?
1: Exactly. You know,
13: mm-hmm. I bought it new in Palm Beach. We bought my Lexus new in um, Palm Beach Lexus mm-hmm. when yeah. the Highlander had just come out, Toyota Highlander, and couldn't get one. So they talked me into the Lexus, and they gave me the Costco price, and we paid like 30 grand. And so, and my husband had a Ford Mustang convertible in 99 that I got short on Haggerty's. until I got rid of it during the pandemic early on. Should have kept it because I probably could have got triple, but it was dumping oil in the garage. The 99 Mustang, he did not give it enough love. He was a Harley guy. so Mm -hmm. uh, So he had two Harleys and I had to sell those. It was crazy. So anyway, my fear was, what do I do if one of us needs a car? Now, at that time, interest rates were zero. And then, you know, then we're like, forget it. Let's just keep our cars going. My daughter and I, I put a new radiator in my car and a second timing belt just in case. It didn't, didn't need it, but I figured we did it so long ago. I went to Jim Lexus. There's a guy there who, who's like, sells you the book Brooklyn Bridge. in did my timing belt. Yeah, he's still there. I won't say his name because someone might know him. But anyway, I stopped going to him. But he got every time I came in for something that they were supposed to do for free. He's like, "Well, you should do your timing belt now." It was like done at like sixty something thousand miles. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got to over two hundred, I said I better do the timing belt again. So um, it's the car is well loved, well dinged, and I don't have to worry until something you know still doesn't want if it doesn't want to work anymore
1: exactly but people
13: but people are saying to me oh i'll buy it from you and but my uh, here's the here's the thing I'm a, I'm a little nervous i got my policy this um a um, couple weeks ago for my cars our cars and my house it's bundled together and when i saw the car policy i went into shock for three days then i started processing it i'm like what the heck happened? We were always in the same range for years and years and years. And now I'm in Palm Beach County, Boca. I don't eat, sometimes I don't want to leave the house because it's just crazies on the road. They say it's because of uninsured motorists. Mm-hmm. And, um, and um, so, yeah, the bodily injury, the uninsured motorists, that was probably the highest part of the policy. My agent, AAA guy, once he's saying, well, maybe you should drop the collision on the Lexus. And I've never dropped anything. <laughs> we have, like, you know. <laughs> and. Um,
0: How much would you me. save if you dropped the collision? Rick just made the point that collision is very inexpensive today compared to the personal yeah. injury protection.
13: It is. So we're talking, you know, nickel and diming to get the insurance down. Our insur- between the two of us, the insurance went up $1,200 for the two cars. Yikes. Yeah. That's wow. We were, our policies were like 1,200 or like 1,100 <coughs> each, and then they went up to like 3,400, something wow. like that.
1: That's interesting yeah uh, kim you know um w- we have a, a lot of calls uh, backed up but i do have to you know i want to share this information with you there's so many as i said earlier in the show there's so many ways for you to save on your insurance and some of the ideas that are in consumer report are, are shocking you wouldn't you wouldn't even think that you could save tremendously on your insurance especially you said it's you and your daughter on the same policy yeah unless I take her take off take a look money. and research that definitely
0: if you haven't shopped and compared prices on your insurance your car insurance in, in three or four years big mistake. Uh, even though insurance rates are high you will get a lower premium I promise if you haven't shopped it was when's the last time you shopped
13: the only thing is have you ever heard of um you know how it's hard to get homeowners here Mm-hmm. I've been with AAA for a long time, and it's bundled. So the agent said to me, I said, i going to lose my policy, you know. And he's like, well, yeah, you will, because you won't have a bundled policy anymore. But maybe he was trying to trick me. Didn't mean I wouldn't have a House policy, uh,
3: right. Just well, you, 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 you can you, have a bundled policy, but if you, I mean, you might want to re-explore that it might not be the most uh, the best setup yeah, for you. You
0: just, you just got, you have to look. You can't, you can't take anybody's word for it, but uh, right. just it isn't going to cost you anything to shop and compare. Take it out of the bundle, see what that does to your overall cost of your home, and then shop the uh, car insurance with three right. or four or five other places and see if the net effect is a reduction. I think you'll be happy
1: okay and get back with us kim and let us know how that went and don't forget stay on the line give jeremy your um, information thank you so much and have a great weekend okay uh, we are going to go to uh, quickly we're going to go to uh, some more calls and i think that uh, we're going to go to uh, john in uh, palm city good morning john hey john you there
14: Yes. Good morning. Uh, Last call is what I'm calling about. Uh, Thanks to Nancy Stewart. I've been listening for 20 years. And thank her for building up the female audience uh, to this show. And the proof of the pudding is not only with uh, call-ins that we're getting, but what's going on in the industry. Mary Barrow, which is the uh, GM executive uh, in the GM racing division, there's a woman called Laura Kaiser. She's in charge of that complete division, big responsibility. Uh, in June of 2023, she helped design a hybrid Cadillac, which is a 24 Le Mans uh, version, 670 horsepower. It goes further. Most famous race car driver in industry was a woman that just died called Paula Murphy. She had a terrible accident in 1973 Driving 300 miles per hour. Mm. She broke her back, tremendous amount. After she recovered a few years later, she went back in and set all kinds of records in racing. So it gets further than that, too. It's very interesting about females. It uh, was just celebrated a birthday, a 116 year old woman in California, and she's the oldest uh, person in the United States living that long. One other person in uh, another country uh, outlived her but uh, at age 116, and that's a new record for any uh, person living in the, in US? the USA, and wow. it happens to be a female. So I can't say enough, and thank you to Nancy Stewart for building the female audience and call-ins like the last caller we had with educated people that listen to this show, and it's just a pleasure to hear that women being educated and consumers. Yes.
7: Thank you, John.
1: John, yeah. your uh, your words are priceless, and uh, we appreciate you coming in. Thank
14: you again, guys. Thank you, Nancy. Weekend.
1: Thank you, John. Uh, speaking of women, uh, Rita Case was named Time Dealer of the Year. And if you're not familiar with Case, uh, that is the Rick Case Automotive Group. Uh, so uh, that was an interesting And,
0: let, and let, let me give you a little inside observation there. Typically, people are out there thinking, oh, yeah, so her husband died and she inherited the dealership. Big deal. The fact of the matter is, so, from the get-go, Rita called the shots, and Rick Case was a, a figurehead. Uh, and that's all. She ran the stores. She made the smart decisions. She oversaw saw the the um, expansion, the incredible expansion. Rick got all the glory, but uh, she deserved that. And I think she's only the third woman to be the Time uh, Dealer of the Year. But she really earned it.
1: Yeah, they're down there in uh, Sunrise, and uh, can you believe this? Uh, that uh, there there were. I, I think I I think I remember. Them selling over a thousand cars a month. Yeah, a thousand cars a month. And uh, it's just uh, an interesting read about Rita. She has really, really been a very strong female figure. Okay, we are going to go to uh, Dominic, who's calling us from Coral Springs. And uh, Darren, hang on, we'll get right with you. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Thank you for waiting. What can we do for you? Well, oh, thank you. <coughs> two things, right? Number one, my daughter
15: wanted a new Prius. She wanted to turn in her old one.
7: Mm-hmm.
15: I said, You're going to wait forever. Right. up to so Next thing I know, she calls me up. She said, I'm going to pick up my car in four weeks. I said, How the hell are you going to do that? Everybody's telling me that it takes over a year. Mm-hmm. So, like, you call the. Uh, credit union they have a service where they have a car car brokers that go out and find cars for you and they found the car. they found a brand new uh, 2024 Prius and she's she's driving it now
3: that's awesome that's great
10: Uh,
15: the great services is all I have to do is call up they take care of everything there's no hassle and they just get you a car and I don't know I guess they shop all over the place find out where you have to go she had to go to Miami to pick it up
3: right no, that's uh, that's that's in South Florida. Uh, car brokers, um, car broker services are very common. Uh, we do business with them. We have a you know a, a sales department that that deals mm-hmm. directly with with the brokers. And yeah, they uh, they charge a, a dealer a, a, like a finder fee or referral, and they handle all the legwork and everything. And um, it is interesting. I mean, there is um, typically I don't usually see younger people using brokers. Um, usually they're they're older. Um, they just don't have a lot of time to, to deal with the car shopping. So that's really cool. I didn't know that. Uh, you know, there was that. No, uh, my, yeah, that's, that's, my right. God, is older. She's yeah, in, in
15: there between forty and fifty.
3: Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's still pretty young. <laughs> I'm older than fifty. <laughs> <laughs>
15: <laughs> and, and she's my youngest.
7: <laughs>
3: okay. There you go. I'm getting. I'm I'm in your position.
15: <laughs> the other thing I, I just quickly want to say, and it's not a sexist kind of a thing. But. I know they're calling for women to call, and I know one of the greggs that I have is when my wife's driving, the passenger seat is a place for their pocketbook. When I get in, it's the back seat. <laughs> and invariably, it's like, will you get me this? Because it's in my pocketbook. And, the, and the, it's, it's is there. You know, I, I see cars over the years, they've been designed and, and lots of changes. Now every car has a sunglass holder. Yes. And, uh, but is uh, there a
3: bag holder, a large bag holder? I've seen some center consoles that are pretty cavernous. Um, and, and yeah, one that was I, my, I, my yeah. wife can put, you know, the smaller bag in the center console of some of these cars. But, um, I've seen cars that have hooks, so maybe having a hook on the on the side of the car or maybe an accessory that, that hangs the yeah. bag in a more where you don't have to break your your shoulder or your neck to, to reach it. <laughs>
4: right.
15: And I was just wondering if some women call up and say, I found a great solution. Well and, let's and, put this uh,
3: question my- out there to the listeners. If somebody has a little break might have a solution.
6: My wife actually hangs her purse uh-huh. on the back of her driver's seat by looping it over the headrest. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's Puts the handles right over the headrest and it hangs on the back of her seat. And reaching into it is 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 easy. She can well she can grab it, oh, pull it up. Grab the strap and simply pull it up and that's bring it right around. Up. Okay. Quick and go. easy. That makes sense.
3: I didn't expect the answer to come from Rick. On this subject. I mean lots of got answers all come I'm <laughs> I'm a well rounded individual <laughs> okay. in more ways than one. <laughs> Why not? And you got the insurance answer. Well,
1: Dominic, and, uh, uh, wow. we have um, another mm. call. Do you have any other questions?
15: No, that's it. Appreciate it. Appreciate
7: Thanks, Dominic. You guys. Okay.
1: Share you, Thank you for sharing. Uh, We are going to go to Darren. Darren's calling us from Ohio. Good morning, Darren.
16: Good morning. I was calling for an update on my engine from the Equinox I was telling you about like two weeks ago. Okay. So I went to the Chevy dealer where I purchased the engine from to the parts counter. They said that I had to have the service department verify if any parts were bad. So I go to the service department, and they said they'd have to charge the, you know, diagnose because they didn't put it in. So I asked them what the fee would be to for them to look at it. And they're like, first to look at it, it's $149. Just look at anything. And, I go, and he goes, well I, well, I already know the main seal's bad and the uh, PCV valve. And he goes, well, we would just stop there and just tell you that's r- what's wrong. I go, well, I need to know if there's any internal damage. What would you charge? I go, well, I want an actual quote. What would you charge to look internally into it, see if it caused any other damage? So the serviceman Left, talked to his manager, came back, told me they would charge me thirty-three hours of labor at sixty-six hundred dollars. to look into it. No. So, needless to say, I I, I left and uh.
3: Yeah, I mean, it it makes sense when I mean to to, to diagnose something that requires a, a breakdown a lot a lot of labor, it's it, it can be more than a hundred dollar diagnosis fee. I don't sure. think charging full labor rate and it, it sounds like a complete. What do you, Rick? That sounds excessive.
6: Thirty three hours. I mean, if you're bringing an engine to me that's out of the car, thirty three hours is is complete overhaul time. Yeah, that's that's strip it down. And put it all back together with new gaskets and new bearings everywhere. So that's a repair. That's not yeah, a diagnosis. That's, that's, that's overhaul time.
16: Yeah, they said it was just to inspect it. So... Whew.
6: you got to find another
16: shop. Well, my mechanic took. They actually took it, uh, came and picked it up, took it back to his shop. He pulled the engine, replaced the main rear main, and the it put a new intake manifold in it. And he said it didn't. he doesn't think there's any internal damage but he said with the way they're built now he's he going to be crazy for me to tear it apart yeah without you know so but uh, it's, it's running
3: good now from, it, it runs nice now
16: yes yeah okay. yeah i've been running it to work and stuff so
3: good good i mean yeah. i guess down the road you'll find out if there was something that the caused by it fingers crossed nothing happened
16: yeah, i did have a, a contact i have a friend that's an engineer up for gm in detroit so he, for so emails going back. So i just waiting for a response back from one of their okay. uh, people up there to see what they do. So I will give another update yeah. once I hear something else. Well,
3: so far, this update was, sounds like a good one. I mean, it's, it's it's running. You have some questions. But, yeah, let us know, please. This is uh, very right. very interesting. <laughs> All right. Thank
16: you. Right, thanks. Have a great day. You too.
1: Thank you, Darren. Uh, <clears throat> we have our mystery shopping report coming up later on the show. And uh, the mystery shop is from Bowser Chevrolet right out there in monroeville pennsylvania
3: bowser from (laughs) shawnana
1: so uh stay tuned for that and don't forget you can vote yes we love to hear from you and how you feel about these uh uh, mystery shops so you can do that at 772-497-6530 772-497-6530 Now, uh, we are going to get to our texters and our YouTubers. Yay! So,
7: Stu,
1: Rick, the show is yours.
3: Emory's been waiting patiently in my inbox. Emory says, good morning. I checked out a used car website just for the fun of it. (laughs) What is wrong with you, Emory, for the fun of it? I checked out a used car website for the fun of it, and I'm completely mystified by some of the terms I encountered. Could you please explain some of the following terms? Okay. One, uh, what is an eyelet tie-down removal? I'm going to guess in a truck that has those little eyelet tie-downs that you can strap over cargo, um, they charge you to remove them. (laughs) That's my guess. Sound like a good guess, reasonable? Yeah,
0: but what, what, is she, what was she looking at? Know, our, I mean, our website? No,
3: not our website. Just a used car website. Oh,
0: used car website.
3: Yeah. All right, so the next one. Um, so I'm guessing an eyelet tie-down, because I know what a tie-down is, and I know what an eyelet is, and I know what yeah. removal is. So that's yeah. self-explanatory, I think. <laughs> what the is only a,
6: other one I could think of is a lot of cars have a little plastic knockout in the front oh, bumper. Oh, for trip, for um For, um, for, transporting. for towing. Yeah, right. there's
0: a uh, in the. Well, oh, Anne Marie's point is we're not supposed to know what this is, right, right, right. and that's why they right. do it. Well, so well th- no, there's some, a,
6: no, is no, no, a no, no,
3: There's there's a bunch, and there's answers but, to these. See
0: what uh, what, well, what the dealer is doing is jacking the price up well, by she, putting she something n- down. No,
3: she, no, because no, that's not there's not charges for these. There's are just baffling terms. So oh, yeah. I
0: thought she was looking at a used car. No,
3: at a oh. website, and there's a bunch of things. So like. Uh, I think right, our next one is what is SET digital portfolio? Uh, that's strange. It's used core website. Well, not entirely. She must, they must be having like the, the window stickers. SET digital portfolio is all the pictures they take of the cars at the port. To, so the dealers can put it on the website and there's no charge for that. Um, what is a drop ship indicator? I've seen that before, and that's a that's just a port thing. I see that on Toyota window stickers. It's an XX, and it doesn't. There's no charge. It's just some internal thing for the port. Um,
0: this is a used car website. Yes,
3: used car website.
0: Well, what does the SAT have something on the used? Well, car?
3: they might have. Well, th- most used car websites will be, have the ability to look at. They have the window sticker reproduced on the website. So these are options on cars. Um, what's a rack risk? It's on a 2023 Corolla Cross. I know what a r- roof rack is. <clears throat> what is gold certified? Okay, gold certified <laughs> is just the name of a, what the dealer internally calls the inspection of their used cars. That means that they've gone down the checklist, and and according to the checklist, they've inspected certain components. And, okay, and should a prospective buyer still take a gold certified used vehicle to an independent mechanic? Yes, um, to be checked out because... The goal check certified is not from a third-party certifying source. It's a dealership is certifying it themselves. So there's and not
0: also it's it. a big question whether they really did it or not because they right. could just right. check check the boxes. Right. You give it to it's a just technician. A piece, it's a piece he of paper. He checks all the boxes, and he may or may not
3: have done the work. Right. It's it's just a piece of paper until you um, actually have somebody verify that stuff. And uh, Emery signed it confused, and I think you might you still might be confused after this because um, there's a couple things we didn't know. Um, P.S. May your favorite team win the big game whether you're watching the Super Bowl or the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I'm watching both, I think. All right. Um, and then that's it um,
6: for, for, for text. We'll go to YouTube. We're actually a little quiet on YouTube today. Um,
0: everybody's just been listening to all the phone calls. A lot of phone calls, yeah. yeah. I, here's something I'd like, uh, like to ask people to read my blog. Normally uh I, I i get emotionally involved with some of my blogs uh, this one is on earloncars.com all my blogs are there earloncars.com and the title is how to buy a new car with a lease effort and stress now there's a letter or a text or an email however you want to convey it and i write it for you and uh uh, I basically, I'm not going to read the whole thing here, it's not that long, but I won't read it because we're short on time, but it basically is a way for you to communicate to the dealership that you want to buy a car, that you are going to buy a car, and you will buy it from the dealership that gives to you the best out the door price. And it's worded in a way where they know you're serious, and that if they don't respond, They'll never hear from you again. You're not going to call them back or text them back or anything. Uh, if they give you a price that's fair and, and the lowest price, you'll buy from them. It says, look, you know, you're probably not going to get my business because there'll probably be a lower price. But if you don't respond or give me a high, high price, you'll never hear from me again. So uh, take a look at EarlOnCars.com. Go there, the latest blog is how to buy a new car with the least effort and stress. You can copy my letter and just fill in the blanks with the car that you want to buy. And I promise you, if you send that to 10 dealers and there's, you can send it to 20 or 100 if you want to. Send it to many dealers of that, make a car that you want. I promise you, you will get a really good price.
3: We get emails like this um, from time to time and well, we're one price, but back even the day before we did that, when we did negotiate on price, when we got that, it was like, all right, what's what's the lowest, because it takes no time, just respond. You don't even know if you're gonna get a response, but sometimes you get it and you, you send your lowest price. Yeah. Dealers won't do that, They're, they're I mean, some will. Um, yeah. The majority will, will, will ask a question, well, and try coffee, qualify, no, no, yeah. I, I said all I needed to say in the letter. Yeah. There's no more information required.
0: Yeah. You state in the letter, it's addressed to the sales manager. I state in the letter that if you don't reply or you call back or email back with a question or anything other than what I've asked for, you'll never hear from me. Right, I'm dark, I'm a ghost. And you use a phony email address, you don't give them your telephone number so they can't put you on the Mm -hmm. harassment
3: list. I got something cool for you guys, by the way, a little helpful tool. Um, it's built in with your. If you have an iPhone, which is probably more than half of our audience, yeah. Um, if you have an iPhone, the um, the iOS al- allows you. It'll it'll make up an email address for you. So when you it, you can use it for like when you sign up for something like a an email list, or, oh, you buy, or you buy a product. It's called hide my email, and and when whenever there's a form that asks you for an email, it ask it, it'll say. Um, you want to use your real email address, or do you want us to create oh. one? It will create an email address for on the spot for free. Great! It will be forwarded to your email, your inbox, so you don't have to log into another account to find it. Yeah, um, and then you can change it. But I but you. You can change it later. You can go into the settings and have it create an email address for you, and then you could use that. Um, or it's automatically in a pop-up. And we up.
0: can use that now when we mystery shop uh, car dealers by email. When
3: you do it on the form, like if you go to a website, most dealerships have a form to request information. It's all it is, it generates an email. Yeah. So that form is going to ask your Your phone going to say, do you want to use your email or make up one? And you just make one up. Great. And, uh, just yeah, cool stuff. Technology is making things easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> okay, where are we? We are in the studio in Lake Park, uh, Palm Beach Gardens, <laughs> approximately.
0: Well, to do the mystery shopping report. Listen, if you're, uh, we're, we're starting the mystery shopping report a little early, so if you have a text, send it to 772-497-6530. We'll probably have time to get to it before the end of the show at 10 o'clock. So our text number again, 772-497-6530. And uh, YouTube, uh, Earl, it's youtube.com forward slash Earl and Cars. (laughs) YouTube.com forward slash Earl and Cars. And we'll do this mystery shopping report, and then we'll check the text and check the YouTubes, and we'll get to your question. Sounds good. Okay.
1: Okay, that mystery shopping report is uh, coming from Bowser Chevrolet, and they are in Monroeville, Pennsylvania, where Earl has some history.
0: Yeah, I, I just, uh, this this is where my first real job started in Monroeville, and before Stu was born, and I was there uh, about 1964, 63, uh, 64, and going through the Westinghouse. I was an electronics engineer for Westinghouse, and that was where my training began in Monroeville. So uh, I'm back in town after 60 years. <laughs> it has been a
3: long time. Yeah,
0: a long time. Mystery shop of Bowser, Chevrolet, Monroeville, PA. Speaking of the first uh, person as if I were Agent Lightning, our crack undercover agent that does a magnificent job. Does an
1: amazing job. Week in and week out. Thank you, Agent Lightning.
0: I arrived mid-afternoon spotted a pretty blue Equinox. It was parked out front. It was a new 2024 Chevrolet Equinox LT all-wheel drive with an MSRP. $33,240. Well, $33,240. That's pretty low MSRP. Yeah. $33,240. There it's was no addendum. Okay, good sign. Green light, no addendum. I decided this was going to be my choice for this week's shop based solely on the color. I waited inside for about five minutes before a salesman, who was with two customers, walked past me and asked, "Have you been helped yet? I let him know I had not, and he replied, let me see if I could find someone to help with. I decided to walk back out to the car, and he came back to let me know that they were unusually busy on Fridays, and many of the salesmen are off today, and he apologized. Then said, C.J. will be with you shortly. Uh, Unlock the car for me to uh, take a look at it, and I looked it over. Just then, C.J. came out around the car and introduced himself while shaking my hand. I let him know I'm very interested in this Equinox. Uh, C.J. then went over the safety features told me all about how this how safe the car is. We then went for a test drive and he continued sharing how much he loves this car and let me know they have several more in stock. Love to hear that. For the past couple of years, we haven't been saying that. So, the inventories are building up, folks, and that's to your advantage. Um, CJ said, if you're unsure, I could show them to you, too, the other ones. He's referring to the other Equinoxes. I said, no, I really love this color and like to see a breakdown of what the price would be. He agreed. We headed inside to his desk. He asked me if I had been waiting long and mentioned that they are always shorthanded on Fridays. Second time he said that, you kind of wonder why they don't change the staffing. But well, he's not the boss. He's, he's the guy <laughs> suffering from it. Anyway, he'd probably just make a conversation. I said, about 10 to 15 minutes, and he said he was very sorry I had to wait so long. CJ asked me for my license. I handed it to him and let him know that I was going to be registering it here under my son since the insurance is much cheaper up here than in South Florida. We just had a lot of conversation about that today. Sky high. I think Florida's the second highest state. I can't remember the first, but second highest in insurance now, auto insurance. I mentioned that I didn't want to bring uh, him with me until I saw if the numbers made sense. He took my son's local address asked our credit score, and then headed off to see his sales manager. He was gone for about five minutes, returned to ask me my son's name as well, and then how soon I was looking to do business. I laughed, said, before I fly back south on Monday, the sooner the better. He asked if I was going to be financing or leasing. That's a standard qualifying question, of course. And what my credit score is like, you always have to answer those questions. They always ask him. I said, high 700s. And he said, great, you'll have no problem qualifying for special rate financing, but may not qualify for other incentives. It's either one or the other. It's refreshing that they brought that out because sometimes they, I think, want you to assume you can get both, but you can't typically. uh, When it's a finance incentive, it's either or. He then asked what I do for a living, trying to qualify qualify me for rebates. C.J. then said he thinks they can make it work if there's a Chevy registered at the address where my son is staying. So if you're a Chevy owner, a General Motors car owner, typically, then you qualify for a rebate. I said, yes, my brother-in-law just bought an Equinox uh, a few months ago. He asked, what year? Uh, I said, I believe it's 2023 or 22. He said, perfect. I'll be right back. C.J. returned a few minutes later with two worksheets and pointed out that one is with the incentivized rate and the other with the cash rebates. He said, for the special financing, you lose a $500 rebate, but you make up for it in the interest. And uh, again, refreshing that he would bring that to your attention, I would say this, that when you're doing this and you you face a similar, similar dilemma, a uh, rate or, finance or rebate, you need to look at how long you plan on keeping the car. So if you're going to trade the car in quickly, the rate incentive may not be as much as you get for the cash incentive. If you take the cash incentive, it's money in your pocket and you get it right away. If it's a rate incentive, it has to earn out over the length of your financing. So if you finance the car for five years and you get a $1,000 rate incentive uh, based on the low rate, uh, you don't really get that if you only pay the car off in three years. So. Keep that in mind. A lot of Almost all manufacturers have that rate or uh, rebate. The cash worksheet's top line was MSRP, $32,240. There was a $2,500 rebate, which brought the adjusted price to $30,704. Then he added, here we go, 299 for etch anti-theft, $1,195 for resist all paint and fabric protection, and a $464 dock fee, which by South Florida standards is jump change. I mean, South Florida, we're talking $4,000 junk fees, uh, and $3,000 is common. Anyway, my real price in Monroeville was $32,698, a $542 discount from MSRP. So, we're back. We're back, folks. If you're in Monroeville, anyway, mm-hmm. $542 off of MSRP. It's so rare, even today, to buy a car for under MSRP, but it's happening. Uh, the other worksheet was identical except for the smaller rebate. He pointed out what they put a, he pointed out that they put a protection package on all their vehicles, but quickly added it was optional. So he's not beating you up there. That's uh, it's a that's a plus. Give a give a thumbs up to Monroeville. Chevrolet for that, uh, and you can decline it and save $20 a month, which you should do, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, I said I'd probably pass it on the protection package, but would need some time to think about the deal. I thanked him and said, <coughs> I'll be in touch. And so there you have it. Uh,
12: Pretty nice.
0: There you have it. Mr. of Shab- Bowser, Chevrolet in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't think uh, Monroeville was small when I was there, but it's probably not small anymore. so we need to vote on that. we grade on the curve. Uh, if you've been listening to this show for a long time, you know that that we have uh, dealers that we mystery shop that should be in jail. <laughs> uh, we have dealers that we mystery shop that uh, uh, are really clean. Um, we give F's to the ones that should be in jail. we give A's to the ones that are really clean. And there, needless to say, very few Fs and very few As. In between is the curve, and so we go for A minuses and Bs, and we go for Ds instead of Fs. But when you flunk somebody, you have to ask: Should they be in the slammer? If you give them an A, ask if they are a saint, if they've been, uh, you know, if they're gonna, if they're perfect. And as you know, there are no perfect dealers. So we'd love to have your votes. You can text them. you can uh, YouTube them uh, and we do we have the phones turned off right now so yeah.
3: I, I do want to, um, Anne-Marie did follow up uh, on the on this the strange terms on the on the website oh. <clears throat> it was from our website and she sent a picture it was a it was a picture of the original options on a used vehicle and it included including the port options it was printed with codes on it that didn't make any sense yeah because that's thats it's the same thing on the window sticker, but there you go. So this is the original factory options.
0: As so was. why do we, why do we put that on there? Because
3: people? we want people to be able to see the original window sticker and see uh-huh. that what you know originally how it came in from the factory. And but there's things on a window sticker that are there's yeah. lots of codes and things on there. Yeah. So it's
0: uh, yeah. it's not always confusing. We're just fighting the system. That's the system. That's right.
3: But anyway, That's back to the mystery shopping report. Uh, we got grades coming in and. Um, I have good feelings about it. There's the only thing that turned me uh, uh, turned me off a little bit was the, um, the the package that they put on there, you know, the etch and the, and the protection package. Uh, but the salesperson's good, but it doesn't let us know if all the salespeople are good. You might have the guy at the desk next over saying, and you know, who, we don't know what's going on, but. But the salesperson was good, and this and the experience was good, and the pricing was good. Um, so I'm inclined to give them a B plus.
0: Yeah, that's a and that's a very good point. Sometimes we condemn a dealership and we give them a bad grade and we laugh at them and call them names, and we're talking to one salesman, and uh, maybe one manager. So there are rotten eggs in every barrel, or I guess there's rotten apples in every barrel. There's rotten eggs in every what egg crate. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. So uh, I, I, we, we, we've we got bad salespeople, and we maybe not today, but we've had bad salespeople, and maybe today. And we've got about 30 or 40 salespeople. So for me to say I know every salesperson is treating our customers the way we want them to be treated – would not at be at true. all
3: times, because sometimes salespeople um, are great most of the time, and they going to have a bad week or month or day. You yeah. know? So it's yeah. they're humans, and so it's it's, yeah. it's never nothing can
0: be consistent. Uh, so the message, uh, so you could use this information is when you have a bad experience with a salesperson, it would be a good idea to try to talk to a manager or another salesperson. You have the control if you haven't bought the car, and if you don't want to talk to a particular salesperson, ask for another salesperson or ask for a Manager. Yeah. And sometimes you just get a guy that's, uh you know, he's he's not treating you right, and there could be a lot of reasons
12: for that.
3: Yeah, and so I got some grades coming online. Jonathan Palm Coast says, "Great MSRP, um, selling no addendum, attentive service makes this mystery shop a total bore." But I must give him the grade they deserve, an A. And yeah, it's not as exciting as most of them. <laughs> Bob uh, gives a B for Bowser. And Frank uh, says, "From what he, uh, he had a hard time hearing because his radio is getting a lot of static. He says, from what he heard, it's a good shopping report. Gives him a B plus, just like me. And Ann Marie says, mystery shopping report, I give him a B, better than the average car dealer here. And that's true.
6: Roger. On you, Rick. Well, a couple quick comments here. Uh, Kim appreciates life, says she just copied and pasted the recent blog, How to Buy a New Car. Okay. Excellent info. And she says, thanks for taking my first time call today. I'll be back for sure. I was nervous today, but I watched the live show almost every week. So oh. thank you very much, Kim. Oh, thank yeah, you,
7: thanks.
6: Kim. Yeah. And Negan1 says, the Monroeville Mall is where the 1970s movie Dawn of the Dead was filmed. Get out of here, really. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. That's
3: fantastic. Man, Negan, you're the best.
6: <laughs> okay, and Negan also gave him a grade of a B. Uh, Mark Anderson, grade B. Straightforward salesman did not use any verbal gymnastics. I like that term. Uh, Joseph Kelleher, B. Would have been higher without the fees. Let's see over on this side Johnny Z. Fradley, Wowzer. Bowser only had a 2 dollars <laughs> add on and the other was optional. Wow, so wow. It's a B for me. Tim Gilliland, not too bad. B minus. Brian Sedlatko, I like the name of this dealership. I'll give him a B. <laughs> Mark Ryan, B plus, appreciate the highlighted optional on the protection package. Phoebe Notchie says, B plus, not the shady stuff we're used to in Florida. <laughs> I'm, I'm going right with that trend. I see a B plus. Again, if they hadn't tacked in those fees, that would have been an A for me. I yeah. mean, it's uh, it sounds like a very nice place to go. Have a pleasant experience. Yeah,
0: and the shopper had a good a, salesman. I mean, yeah, they get the car. And, you know. Maybe they got all good salesmen. I don't know. So yeah, I agree. Yeah,
6: go
3: if you're going to Bowser Chevrolet, request CJ. Yeah, and, and then that, yeah. that's your answer. We should do
0: more of that. Yeah. We used to do that. Yeah, because the salesperson is just about as important as a dealer. You can you can have an honest salesperson. He just needs a job. Yeah, and uh, and 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 he can work wonders for you, even at a crooked dealership. Well, I mean,
3: not to say that we're crooked. Well, I don't know. You might have been crooked, but when I was, we had back when we used to negotiate. Crooked, uh, we have a guy still with us, John, and he's been with us for 30 years. And even back when we negotiated, he he, he was just he kind of ran did his own thing, and he had his customers, and he didn't have to get involved with the sales managers. And his customers were getting better deals than the people that had to deal with the sales people. Yeah. So yeah, go ask for C J. up at Bowser Chevrolet in uh, in Monroeville, Monroeville, Pennsylvania.
6: Yeah, <clears throat> and t- tell him your name is Mario. And your brother right. Luigi
1: will be coming along shortly.
6: <laughs> dun, dun,
1: dun, dun. All right. I'm you know, go. I, I in, uh, in really enjoyed this uh, mystery shop and uh, kind of made me feel mm, just a little warm and fuzzy. I really liked CJ and I liked his honesty. And um, I wasn't crazy about the uh, fees. Uh, but uh, again, uh, CJ was uh, honest. So for that, uh, they would have gotten an A from me, uh, but for, with the fees, I give them a B plus. Yeah,
0: I think it's the first time I ever had an identical score to Nancy, B plus. Why
3: don't you make it interesting and just give them a B? It's the first time you ever had a lower score than Nancy. <laughs> 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 wow. No, I think you've tied before, haven't you?
0: Maybe I yeah. don't know. Impossible uh, to know. We got a little time left. Uh, do we have any more text that, or?
3: I uh, Actually, maybe here, uh, real quick, I had something uh, from Negan. Yeah, let me just, just real quick. He sent a picture. This reminds me of our old uh, um, our old Pontiac in the showroom that we got up there. Uh, I'm gonna send the picture to Negan, uh, to, to we Jonathan. We
0: have no anonymous feedbacks. So I forgot to give the, uh, the, the uh, URL out. No. Yeah, I didn't have any new ones.
3: Okay, so Negan sent a picture. Uh, he just inherited his his, um, his father's, his old car. It was, um, his, 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 it's a 1963 Impala with the original winter sticker.
0: Oh, cool. Um,
3: it was $2,800 um, MSRP <laughs> back in 1963. <laughs> yeah. Was that before the Monroney Act?
0: Uh, yeah, 58 was the Monroney Act.
3: Oh, so it was after the Monroney Act, okay. Yeah. So he has, anyway, he inherited this from his father. It's 22,000 original miles, and, uh, and I, I don't know if Jonathan has it streaming yet, but I sent him the picture. And it looks like uh, remember on, like we have an old 1937 Pontiac in the showroom. Uh, the window sticker was the invoice at the time, right? It wasn't a Monroni label. It was basically the yeah. Price we of just the car. took the
0: invoice from there. Yeah, you know, car so
3: right. that's what this looks like. It's just an old uh, yellow piece of paper. It looks like it was typewritten. And, Our dealer fee in 1937
0: yeah. was six dollars and fifty cents. Well,
3: that that could buy a lot back then.
0: That's probably a thousand dollar dealer fee today. Well, as I'm
3: uh? saying, it probably you know you could probably you know go to Disney World on uh, six uh, six dollars yeah. back then. All right. Did you see it get it on screen yet? All right, cool. So that's just kind of a cool thing, Negan. Thank you very much.
6: Power glide transmission, at big two speed. Oof. Oh, yeah, had power steering on it. Nice yeah. with two speed wipers.
3: Now that's a classic car in the in the hip hop community. It's well, six four Impala. Uh, Sixty
6: three is the old style. So that's is it. Yeah,
3: that's. Well there's an old they uh, there's, love the, there's a know. song by um, the old group NWA uh, mm-hmm. cruising down the street in my 64. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about a 64 Impala. <laughs> all right. I can't use I can't recite any more of the lyrics cuz they're all they're all in, inappropriate for the radio.
6: Yeah. One <laughs> one of my first cars was a 71 Bel Air. Really? And I'll tell you, that was a huge beast of a car to drive on the road. Yeah. Let me get cool, something. Let me let me
0: talk about something that would be valuable to our listeners here.
7: <laughs> That's uh, a good uh, idea. <laughs> the
0: new J.D. Power survey has come out, and I talk about consumer reports over and over again. J.D. Power does some good stuff. One of them is their, is their reliability survey, and they talk about the problems that you have with your car, a two- or a three-year-old car and they, they rank cars by problems per 100 cars. And uh, it's, it's always interesting to see the, uh, the average, by the way, uh, over a uh, three-year period, the average number of problems is 190 uh, complaints. Uh, the, the top cars are Lexus, Toyota, and Buick, which is interesting. Uh, the, the bottom cars uh, are, let's see here, Oh, yeah, the bottom car is a Chrysler and then an Audi and then Land Rover. So uh, if you Google uh, J.D. Power quality survey, it's pretty good. It also breaks it down by uh, models within the make. So you can see the mid midsize car, uh, uh, the medium premium, midsize premium car, and the problems during the first three years. Consumer Reports tends to road test the car itself and their observations are based on their tester, testing the car. J.D. Powers is based on surveys with the people that actually own the car. So if you take the J.D. Powers survey and the Consumer Reports and put them together, you got a really good guide for what you should buy and not buy.
1: Yeah, you can't go wrong. You know, uh, speaking of Consumer Report, um, just uh, a heads up on uh, Rivian. The owners of Rivian, uh, the satisfaction score for them as to how many of them would go back and purchase the same vehicle, 86% of those buyers out of 100 would go back for the Rivian. Really? And number two, you're not going to believe this, the Mini. 77% Seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven of stu- owners would go back to buy. Statistically,
0: equipment. that's deceptive because these are these are the first guys on the block. I got to have the car, uh, kind of like when we bought the Tesla. And uh, in terms of quality and, and everything else, uh, the Tesla doesn't right. do all that well. But
3: what well. about the
0: Cooper, though? Uh, the what? same thing.
3: Well, Cooper's been out for for Any, a long time. Mini Cooper. Mini Cooper Who's forever. Yeah, years. Okay. Yeah, so that yeah. sounds like real retention.
0: But but who's going to buy a Mini Cooper? It's a little it's bitty car. Seventy-seven
3: percent of the people that bought them will buy it again. But
0: In, but, but we, hardly anybody buys them. So I, there's ten people that buy them, and seven people keep buying the car over again. I, a I, 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 yeah. It's a very small population. I, I this
1: interesting. The Subaru, everyone loves the Subaru. Everyone, and, there's and millions only seventy percent. Hmm?
3: Subaru has a very short, small market share, too.
1: Uh, every, only 70% oh, no. Not compared back to, to purchase that vehicle. Uh, to ladies and gentlemen, we sure did have a good time here today. I hope that uh, all of you enjoyed yourselves and that you'll have a, a great weekend. All kinds of stuff going on. Uh, this is the year of the dragon, if you didn't know that. So, <laughs> <laughs> And I want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day and enjoy that super bowl ladies and gentlemen it's gonna be a doozy we'll be right back here next week same time 8 a.m